0: Welcome to the X-Men Task Podcast. My name is Sonia.
1: And my name is Willie Simpson. And today we are watching Reunion Part 2, the 26th episode overall, the 13th and final episode of Season 2. We've made it to the end, Sonia.
0: Well, the end of Season 2, not the end-end. Not the end-end? You got three more seasons, my friend. No!
1: (laughs) 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 What did we commit to? (laughs) No, but that's great. That's good news. And more good news is we have a returning champion guest. Uh, Our old buddy, Dash Coombs, is back. All right.
2: Thanks for uh, letting me crash here for a week, guys. I really appreciate it. (laughs) In our studio apartment.
1: (laughs) It's been getting cozy. It's cool. (laughs) Dash has been sleeping in the uh, bathtub the whole time. (laughs) No, but seriously, Dash, we uh, loved you last week, and we're so happy that you are back. Um, This episode, like we said, caps off season two. It caps off the Mr. Sinister plotline. It caps off the Magneto Professor X Savage Land business. It even caps off to an extent what's been going on with our poor, uh, recently resurrected friend, Morph. So a lot of uh, loose threads tied up in nice, neat little packages. Well, for now. That's right, for now. (laughs) As he said, three more seasons to go. (laughs) Um, So this episode, uh, just a brief recap, uh, in the last episode, the X-Men discovered that uh, Professor X was captured in the Savage Land, and they hop on the blackboard to uh, try to find him. Um, and so, this episode opens, right, they're landing their Blackbird in the, in a snowy mountain somewhere, overlooking the Savage Land, uh, which Beast immediately remarks how amazing it all is. Um, and so, after Beast is done, uh, commenting on, on things, um... The X-Men get off the plane, they see Professor X's uh, crashed jet, and Wolverine has one of a million hilarious lines that he has in this episode. He says something along the lines of, not his best landing. (laughs) (laughs) And this is really like one of the best Wolverine episodes in the show's There history. are so
2: many zingers in yeah. this.
1: One. Yeah, really. And it's not just Wolverine. There's a lot of great one-liners from all the characters in the show. But Wolverine, in particular, has a lot of moments, and we'll try to get through as many as we can remember. Um, so and then we'll rank them. yeah, <laughs> And then people will vote on them in a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, almost immediately, uh, the X-Men... Well, no, not almost immediately. Uh, They see Professor X's crashed plane, and there's some wreckage laying around, and Rogue tries to lift it, and she discovers very quickly she has no powers. And this was kind of like, sets off like a funny stream of gags, (laughs) like quick visual gags. They're not intentional gags, but to us they were quite funny.
2: Yeah, Gambit steps in, you know, he's like, oh,
1: Rogue's having some troubles, like, <laughs> yeah, don't like, worry, Shuri, he, he here like, we go. He's not afraid that, like, her powers might be gone. <laughs> yeah. It's like he said, he's like, oh, she's, what a weak woman she yeah, is. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so he pulls out a five of diamonds. <laughs> And he's, like, he's he starts walking her, like, trying to reset her powers for, like, first we charge
1: the card. <laughs> no! <laughs> and, and it just shows you how, like, dumb Gambit would look. Like, if, you know, when his powers still work. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a guy standing yeah, around just with cars. Like, Trust me, they're dangerous <laughs> weapons. Ricky <Jay>. J. <laughs>
0: Not least of which cause he speaks in the third person and uh, you Right, know, yeah. Uh, Gambit will help you yeah. out. <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> yeah, imagine if somebody on the street like tries to save your life. Yeah. It's like, I'll save your life. It's me, Gambit. Yeah. <laughs> First Gambit charges his car. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I swear this never happens to Gambit. <laughs> Who are you? This truck's coming right for us! <laughs> Anyway, so he looks like he looks ridiculous and then uh Storm has like a funny moment too where she ju- she does her like her hand waving dance that she does to summon weather and nothing is happening as well. And Cyclops rips off his mask and he has no optic blasts and um all their powers are gone as we know in Savage Land uh, Mr. Sister has a device that neutralizes all their mutant powers. Um fun- funnily enough uh Beast is it's like he he doesn't return to human form. Yeah, mm. he's still a big blue furry beast with muscles. It's
2: sort of a weird, hazy thing because yeah. pa- the powers are mutations, but it's almost like Beast doesn't like Hank McCoy doesn't have powers. He's just mutated. Yeah. So I don't know. If, I mean, it's it's I all mean, goofy
1: want- nonsense. <laughs> but hey, well, you know. <laughs> don't stop me from wildly speculating. <laughs> I I want to say, like, you know, we discussed in the previous Beast episode we had recently where... We talked about his history, where he did a medical experiment on himself, that's why he turned blue.
2: Okay. He was originally, right, right,
1: right, like, right. a bestial man yeah. without blue fur.
2: But he could still, like, hang out at yeah. go-go clubs he, he looked with pretty he bobby.
1: Looked, and- with, he had exceptionally large feet and hands, but yeah. still he looked kind of normal. But then he did, like, drank some potions, and um, I think our friend Arthur explained the entire backstory of Beast on the Facebook X-Men Task page. Yeah. He goes into uh, pretty excruciating detail. Yeah. <laughs> it seemed to no. psychically hurt Arthur as he was writing it. Yeah. I uh, mentioned something. Yeah, he's like, why but, do I know all these things? Oh, yeah. But shout out to Arthur. Yeah, yeah like, seriously. Like...
0: I enjoyed it. Thanks, yeah. Arthur. Yeah, it was really yeah. great to read. So <laughs> read the
1: backstory of Beast from Arthur on our Facebook page. But basically, Beast did a medical experimentation on himself, so he turned himself permanently blue and more ape-like. Right. Um. But however, here, his powers are affected in a strange We don't know how much he's affected. Yeah. We see him fighting a minute later, so spoilers are ambushed by the uh, by the Nasty Boys, Mr. Mm-hmm. Sinister's gang. Um. And uh, it's kind of funny also that Mr. Sister has two gangs in the Savage Land. He's got the Mutates, which once belonged to Magneto, mm-hmm. and he has uh, the Nasty Boys, so... And it's- <laughs> And by the end, they all team up. It's like a super group of yeah. horrible fighters. But whatever. For now, it's just the Nasty Boys. Anyway, we don't really see what's going on.
0: With Beast. <laughs> Sounds like an eighties punk band, it's,
1: and they're dressed <laughs> so good. And they're dressed
0: like one too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's
2: a rejected Prince backing band. Yeah. <laughs> a, re-
1: a, re- a rejected Morris Day in the Times. Yeah, uh, 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 some hapless souls in Minnesota that didn't Aww. make the cut. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, the uh, Nasty Boys are very quick to just laugh in the x-men's face that they don't have powers and that they suck now (laughs) but the the x-men do a good job fighting back at first like
2: storm because like beast they all are still prime physical specimens they're in
1: that danger room every day working Working out out. (laughs) uh yeah they all have like you know six packs and and really fine physiques (laughs) yeah um so anyway, at first they kind of defend themselves well. Storm shows that she's good at fighting, which is true to her comic self. There was like a a very famous issue where Storm challenges Cyclops for leadership of the X Men, and I think she manages to defeat him without the use of her powers. Nice. That was like a famous issue in the early '80s, I believe. And Cyclops, after being defeated by Storm, like uh, like decides to quit the X Men and like walk like wander yeah. the wilderness or something. I mean,
2: like it just goes to. Continue to show that everybody is more badass than Scott Summers. Like <laughs> yeah. he's a great leader. He, <laughs> right, he yeah. should be that
1: square guy. Yeah. but right. Yeah, that's true. What a honky! You yeah. right?
0: easily emasculated.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's a nice dynamic they acknowledged in the show that Storm is oftentimes considered the co-leader of the team in the show too, and that she's kind of on equal footing with Cyclops. Mm. But anyway, so but Storm is quickly subdued, as all the other characters are. Um, well, uh, except Wolverine. So he's the one that this is where his, this is where the episode episode turns into more of a Wolverine episode. And the first most awesome thing that happens is uh he's being ganged up upon and he lets loose his claws and he has this moment where he's like <laughs> and he's and also look of surprise on his face. And we can only infer that that means that the, him popping his claws now hurts him. Because he no longer has his mutant healing factor.
0: Right. Which they go into in the movies. In the
1: movies they go into. Right. So after... Yeah. And it's something I never thought about as a kid reading the comics or watching the show. But after the movies came out, and then I would go back and rewatch watch his show, I was like, oh, that's why he reacted so funny in that moment, because the claws are piercing his skin. Right. And it's like, imagine metal claws coming oh, out of your yeah. skin. Well, but also, a, a, a
2: dumb nitpick, but he would... Basically, be dead right away because he has that adamantium <laughs> right, on his yeah, skeleton, yeah. and his powers
1: yeah. can't make it not feel bad. Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, maybe by this point that his like the ecosystem of his body has like uh, it's all it's all bonded. It's all, yeah, right. it's all just like solidified. Oh, yeah. oh sure, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, the ca- the right capillary veins have gone. <laughs> they found routes already. They got through metal. Yeah. <laughs> So I mean, he's okay for now.
0: Let the pseudoscience continue. Oh yeah. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
1: an awesome, subtle detail nonetheless in this episode. <laughs> so he still's got his claws. He's lost all his other powers, but he does also have his like his centuries worth of fighting and survival right. experience. Right. Yeah. So he manages to like escape the ambush. Um, he sort of set, like takes a big gamble. He jumps off a cliff down a waterfall. <laughs> survives the landing and he, he's really injured by this he like clutches his side and he says uh oh, i could really use his mutant healing power right now but got to keep moving <laughs> and he quickly runs into the jungle where he's kind of at home in the jungle in a weird way like i guess yeah.
0: well he doesn't lose his smelling powers right yeah, like that's- i see him use that yeah. which is weird
1: that's a bit of a plot hole i think i think that has to be a plot hole he would not have his smelling powers if he lost his mutant powers cuz he has super smell He's a guy that he can track people by their scent. Right. And no human can do that, I don't
0: think. Right. But I mean, I feel like that makes him more at home in any kind of wilderness environment is... Because he can, like, sniff out what's
1: going on. Yeah, but that's definitely a cheat, Yeah, but that's definitely a cheat, though. He should not have his smelling powers. But nonetheless, he's, Mm -hmm. like... He's really awesome, like... So he gets away. The the rest of the X-Men are, like, really subdued and captured. Um, They're led away to Sinister's Citadel base. But Wolverine is, like, really you know, working up a storm in the jungle, trying to get away from all his pursuers. He's got the Skyriders, those, tarodact- right. those guys running on pterodactyls, shooting bows and arrows at him. He's, like, running through a stream doing, like, front flips. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Just really showing off. Yeah, yeah,
1: I mean, oh my god. for nobody. <laughs> well,
0: I think, like, you know, if you want... <laughs> again, he's out to entertain himself. <laughs> Listen, all right, here's the question. Do you think,
1: like, if you're in World War II, like, storming the beaches of Normandy... Do you think if you were a fucking karate master who can flip and shit, does that come in handy, <laughs> like, in a modern war setting? Probably. Yeah, that's what I think. I think, like, you would flip occasionally, if you could.
2: Yeah, just to psych people out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's not good for dodging bullets, but I still... <laughs> Listen, it was always my dream as a kid to flip, and the best I ever got, I would, like, jump off my parents' couch and land on my back very painfully. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, flipping was a big deal for kids in the 90s. I that was think in the 90s,
0: I think just for kids.
1: Flipping is a 90s thing, you wouldn't understand. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think it's true, I think, like, I'll extend it to the 80s, but, like, karate was really big, you know. It still is. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I just think, like, I, there were kids in school who could do flips, like, front flips or back flips, and they were total badasses. Like, people would gather around in circles and just watch them flip. All right, anyway, that's enough flip talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so Wolverine is having quite the uh, adventure in the jungle. He, he's immediately attacked by, like, a raptor. Oh, yeah. And he very bravely fights it. And he's got no healing power at this point. So if that thing bites his arm or his head, he's dead, <laughs> and he like attack like, like chokes it and like is like wrestling with it. Yeah. And he manages to like get away from this dinosaur, and that's pretty yeah. But then, th- yeah. as
2: he's running away, he's fine because an even bigger dinosaur. Oh, yeah. comes.
1: <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Just like chomps it
2: in the jugular.
1: <laughs> yeah, that must be a-, a trope like common to these types of like science fiction stories because that was also, as we know, famously in the uh, Phantom Menace. Remember that scene, uh, guys. Remember the Phantom Menace, the Star Wars. <laughs> I do actually
0: remember Qui Gon Jinn
1: and Obi Wan Kenobi are in their yeah. stupid like uh, oh, underwater vessel. right. There's always a wings. bigger
2: fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So <laughs> that that must be classic a, line. Yeah that, be a, yeah, that must be a cliche of storytelling though. That like it's a life lesson. It's probably from. It's like, true. Yeah, yeah. It's I bet it's from like Jules Verne or something or like Arthur C. Clarke. I don't know. Some, somebody ripped that off from yeah. somewhere. Um, so and it's at this moment that. Uh, Wolverine is sort of ambushed by Khazar, right? Right. And, uh, Kazar, as we know, we met him in the last episode, he's just, like, like Dash said, he was, like, a Tarzan of the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. He's this jungle guy. With-
2: or, no, Wolverine gets the drop on Kazar because oh. he sniffs him out with oh, his right. power yeah. that he shouldn't
1: have. <laughs> yeah, right.
2: <laughs> and he just, like, kind of peeks behind some bushes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and it's a really cool fight scene, because, uh, Wolverine really definitely fights off Kazar with some really fast moves, and, mm-hmm. like, some, like, juke-outs, and, like, uh... <laughs> (laughs) fake-outs and stuff, and, um... But then, uh, Zabu, uh, magical saber-toothed lion friend, (laughs) attacks Wolverine, and... But then Wolverine punches Zabu in the face, so it's, like, a nice, like like, back and forth. (laughs) It's like Wolverine versus (laughs) Khazar, the fight you've always wanted to see. And and you're shaking your head no, so (laughs) not really. It's not that exciting. Never thought about it, really. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty low. It's not like the Thing versus the Hulk or something, like some real big Marvel matchup that you want to see. But anyway, (laughs) Uh, they, they have a fight and, um, this is, like, another moment of one of Wolverine's great lines where are like, I attacked you because I thought you were working for Mr. Sinister. I thought you belonged to Mr. Sinister. And Wolverine says, belong to him? I'm down in this fern barn to ring him a new navel. No, I'm sorry. To rip him a new yes. navel. Yeah. <laughs> Why does he call it a fern barn? Does that... Of because it's, it's so jungle-y. it's so lush. But what what makes what makes it? Oh, like fern ferns. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> because ferns grow in the jungle. Yeah, I thought that was like a duh. winter bush. That's what you'd
2: call. A, that's what you call a jungle if you were a Canadian. Hick. <laughs> <laughs> like
1: Wolverine, <laughs> you know, one of them fern barns. He's like, this is a really hot Canadian forest. Yeah. <laughs> um, and. Uh, and, yeah, and the, the lines just, like, keep coming, like, fast and furious. They, they're talking about... They decide to team up, and Kesar, uh says something like, We're going to attack the Citadel, where all your friends are. And Wolverine's like, Attack is one of my favorite words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like yeah. gives, like, a fist up. Yeah. <laughs> and then they, um... Yeah, and then even another great line. I just wrote these all down in a row, so forgive me, uh, fans, uh, for just quoting the episode. But then they they hop on some pterodactyls, and uh, Wolverine says, "Does this leather chicken have seatbelts?" <laughs> <laughs> That's the best line of this show. Yeah, I agree. That might have been the funniest line. We were really cracking up. That, that was really hilarious.
0: The leather chicken, yeah, yeah. And it kind of like it
1: has like a chicken butt. The pterodactyl. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's I, like a shaved can... chicken, maybe. Right, the <laughs> green, sh- Sonia. <laughs> you were gonna say Wrecked that,
0: wrapped leather. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's. I think it's like extra funny because, like, uh, Kazar, like, oh, as is they're the flying one away. that like wrangles. Oh yeah, the
1: pterodactyl. Uh, the
0: pterodactyl. And then, like, he, like, gives Wolverine a hand to, like, come sit in the saddle right behind him. In the bitch seat.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Just two bros riding a pterodactyl.
1: (laughs) What a day it's been. (laughs) Like, guys, if we all end up on a pterodactyl later tonight, like, (laughs) we know we had a fun time. (laughs) Flying into the moonlight. Um, And then, I love, uh, as they're flying away, Kazar like, (laughs) he points to Zabu. He says, if we do not return, avengers! As Zabu growls at him, like, all right. <laughs> he's like, I've been to the Citadel, I know where it is. Yeah. Um, wow, well, so that was all funny. Uh, and then, um, you know, cut back to the Citadel and we learn, I guess, fully what Mr. Sinister's like, season-long plan has been. Mm-hmm. He's this weird geneticist guy, like Monster Man, and his plan is, he says he wants to like capture, I guess, as many mutants as possible, and he's built this machine where he could transfer the mutant powers of one into another mutant. And he says his his goal is to one day have the powers of all mutants in in a single person. And he says it's my gift to humanity. Right. And uh you know, outside of him being an evil asshole and like uh <laughs> you know, being like terrifying monster dude. Like, do you think like this is like such a like bad idea? Like, would it be good or bad for humanity if every single person in the world had, the pow- like, the magical powers of any magical power you can think of? Would that be, like...
2: We'd wipe ourselves
1: out <laughs> in yeah. an instant. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I, everyone would have healing factor. We'd all have shape-shifting ability. I suppose. We'd all have, like, the ability to be, like, Iceman or, like, the ability to be, you know...
2: Well... So but we'd, we'd descend into chaos immediately, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> because everything would suddenly be a cartoon. Right. And that yeah, would that's... be our lives. <laughs> yeah. And we'd have to rebuild the entire and framework of how
1: humanity right. works. And I think the X-Men see the flaw in this plan, just yes. as you pointed out. And they, they said that it all, the implication would also be that for some reason, along with everyone having these powers, they'd all be Mr. Sinister's slaves. Right. You know, that's yeah. the heavily implied uh, threat of Mr. Sinister, is that he's, like, a, you know, it'd all be, like, under his control, which is weird on another level. That doesn't make sense. Um, <laughs> like, I don't know. His, like, why would... If you want to enslave the world, why are you all giving them, like, <laughs> <an> incredible <laughs> amount of power? <laughs> And we see that, like later, spoilers, in the episode, he's pretty easily defeated by just a couple of mutants. You yeah. know? like he's right. not. It doesn't take more than two to bring him down. Um, right.
0: But also, he seems pretty powerful. If his goal is to enslave the world, it seems like he could just do it. Like human-wise, right? Yeah,
1: like- yeah. I mean, he's like really focusing his time on capturing the, the most powerful people on Earth and subjecting them to his will, which is hard. Yeah. It's like, why not, like, capture a whole country first? See how that goes? You know, just uh, plain, crappy humans. Yeah. I mean, he's captured the whole Savage Land. That's been implied. Yeah. Like yeah, That's we see true. that like all of Kizar's tribe is imprisoned in a jail in this citadel, <laughs> including my wife, yeah. Shana. His wife, Shana, <laughs> right? Um, anyway, so it's at this moment that Sinister tries his machine out. Like he's like, oh, I can't wait to finally test it out. <laughs> so he straps Vertigo, the the go-go dress-wearing mutant who's got the power of nausea. <laughs> uh, he straps her into a chair and he he zaps Magneto's pa- and he very clearly ex- clearly explains what it does. He says this device will give. Uh, it's supposed to give mutants the powers of other mutants. However, then he does qualify it saying, like, with unpredictable results. Right. So, and then we see Vertigo gets Magneto's power, but she doesn't get the power of magnetism. She gets just her Vertigo powers, just Stronger stronger. nausea. Yeah, it's like more (laughs) focused. Instead of it just being, like, wavy concentric circles, she shoots out from her brain. It's like a direct beam of horribleness. So, I mean, it's like, I guess that, he did say it would be unpredictable results, but at the same time, his whole dream of having, like, everyone having the same powers is kind of, there's some kinks to be worked out there.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Right. And Magneto doesn't seem to, like, have been affected either. He's not, like, it's not like he's lost his power. Right, like we see later in the episode, he gets his powers back and he's fine. He's not dead. Well, right. he's like
0: drained out for a little bit, though. Yeah, right. right like
1: yeah, he not knock, gets prof- knocked out.
0: Yeah, Professor X is next to him, and he's like <laughs> Magneto's getting shot with this beam that's like extracting his powers. Professor X is like, "You're destroying him." <laughs> yeah. was, like, our favorite. You know, he's word, like wilting yeah. a little bit. Yeah. But,
1: yeah, yeah. Like we say, they, they say destroy instead of kill for the most part. So right. it's just kind of awkward when shouting that in the street. Like, imagine if like you're uh, you get shot. And, like, the cop comes, what happened? It's like, this guy tried to destroy me. <laughs> <laughs> he shot me in the leg. <laughs> he would have destroyed me if he shot me in the chest. He's <laughs> like, it's like, and then he, they catch the, the, the guy who shot you. He's like, you are being charged with the crime of destroying somebody. Attempted yeah. destruction. <laughs> How do you plead? All right, um... And then, uh, so that's all going on. It looks like the X-Men are doomed. <laughs>
0: well, but wait. Yeah. Okay, so she's shooting this, like, beam of nausea into this cage where, oh, like, yeah. the X-Men are being held without their powers. Yeah. So, like, Gambit and Rogue and whatever, other X-Men are in there, and, it's like... a bad time. It's a really bad time. They're all, like, falling down or whatever. But Rogue is able to actually, like, touch other humans. Yeah. And watching this, I just, like... If I were Rogue, and this was the first time in decades that I'd be able to touch other humans, that would be, like, priority one, is, like... <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Just, like, feel people. See. Yeah.
0: Give it, let's hold hands. <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> well, I mean,
1: you know, they, they have a moment. So as they're being tortured, like, Rogue's going to be next to be tortured on. So before Rogue is dragged out of the prison cell... Uh, Gambit, like, grabs Rogue, and they finally have the romantic moment. After, like, episodes and episodes of Gambit sexually harassing her in the workplace, <laughs> <laughs> um, they finally kiss, and, and Gambit again refers himself into the third person. He says, Gambit loves you, Cher. So, <laughs> and then they make out. And that's a big moment in the in the series. You know, they finally, you know. Sure, yeah. You know, yeah. So, but, oh, you know, but poor Rogue, uh, yeah, you know, it's just like, I feel like that's a real gross kiss to get because they've been, they're in their costumes. Because he
0: speaks in the third person. Well, that's yeah.
1: <laughs> They're probably real sweaty and smelly. Gambit's gonna get, slip you some tongues. <laughs> Maybe later we try some other things. No. <laughs> um,. And then, and then, uh, meanwhile, uh, Khazar and Wolverine—they've arrived at the Citadel. And there's like a really funny moment you guys pointed out to me when they're walking down the Citadel steps. <laughs> I, I need a GIF
2: of this so that I can just look at like in my wallet.
1: So, so the backstory here is that right before they went to the Citadel, Khazar and Wolverine had like an intense two-hour like pump session. <laughs> 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 the, the, and they're just like, and they, they did some steroids. <laughs> they're just dripping with sweat. Because as they're walking down the staircase, they could barely fit in together. And they're they're walking awkwardly because their muscles are so pumped out. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like scraping against the sides of the cave wall. So
0: they're each like as wide as they are tall. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Muscles are so bold. You know, maybe like riding on the back of a pterodactyl is really like engaging uh, bicep work. Yeah, it's so yeah. so a full yeah. body workout. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Works your <laughs> thighs really. You gotta
1: hold on for dear life. All right, so that was a funny moment. Um, they uh, they go. Khazar branches off from Wolverine. He rescues his friends and his wife in a cage. It's a pretty uh, nice moment. Um, uh, liberation for his people finally uh Wolverine in the meantime he just like decides to barge in on the the lobby yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the lobby where all the the people are hanging out the one the other room besides the dungeon in the citadel <laughs> and um you know it's it's not the best plan
2: uh it's a Wolverine plan Yeah. <laughs>
1: for sure uh, i mean um,
2: and he is the best there is at what he does yeah. so
1: he he's kind of like subdued pretty fast and then I guess Vertigo's attacking them at this point, too, um, attacking him, and he's kind of, like, knocked down by that. But there's this... But Kazar and his people come to, like, as a distraction and to help, as reinforcements. But Ruckus, the guy who can scream really loudly, yeah. he just blows them all away, like, almost, like, off the cliff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, like a, like, a thin, like... Uh, like a uh, ledge, like between right, the entrance yeah. of the citadel and the, the lip, out- yeah, right? and he yeah. just blows them away.
2: And then Sassy Baby Man comes in and uh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> shuts oh, oh, the brainchild.
0: door. On. Yeah. yeah, that's right. I'm really glad he didn't feature as prominently in this episode.
1: He does have one moment to come <laughs> in this episode. It's kind of one weird moment, but then that's enough distraction Wolverine needs to sort of prof- free Professor X and morph. And then together they, like, even though Vertigo's attacking them, they smash the Mr. Sinister machines, and almost immediately... And the machines, like, are seemingly run on this, like, weird just, green goo. Yeah, just sewage starts <laughs> pouring out of it. Mr. Sinister's just gross. Yeah. Like, everything about him, like, he dresses up his team in, like, weird, like, sexy outfits that are, yeah. like, like BDSM sort of... Uh, is that the right acronym there? Yeah. Sort yeah. Of. It's, like, it's
2: like New Wave BDSM. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so this weird stuff going on Mister Sinister's uh, base. Yeah. Anyway, uh, they destroy the machines. The X Men get their powers, and the X Men are like immediately get into sassy mode. They are so pissed. It's been, like, a rough half day for them.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, they left their phone at home. Yeah. And they went to work.
1: And and they, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> now they have their powers back, and they're not, like, going to take it easy on, yeah. on these goons. Um, and you know that because the X-Men main theme plays, like... Oh, yeah. yeah. We're, kicks into high gear. Yeah, That's we great. are all amped up. Like, they're not screwing around, um, you know, Gambit is especially pissed. He takes out his card, which before made him look like a jackass. And now he's like, the name is Gambit, remember it, and explodes an object in someone's face. He's like, I've got third degree burns. So the X-Men get their sweet revenge, um, uh, and then what happens next? And then Cyclops is also really pissed off. He he at this point clearly hates Mr. Sinister, and he starts blasting the shit out of him. And they, they it's kind of like a nice fight in a way because Mr. Sinister defends himself. They have like a laser beam off. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Cyclops shoots his eye beams. Mr. Sinister, Sinister shoots his yellow electricity at him. And it's like one of these weird, like, does this happen in physics if you shoot two lasers at each other? Do they like fight? Oh, oh yeah. 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 <laughs> they don't go through each other, right? Yeah, no, no, th- no. Come on. <laughs> yeah. So, we saw that, isn't that, isn't that? No, no, I was thinking in the uh the Civil War movie um there's a scene where Iron Man shoots Captain America, but he's blocking it his power to shield okay it It just reminded me of that a little bit, like the two forces you know opposing whatever um and then Morpheus, <laughs> one la- morph is still not even though we think Morph's a hero now, he had like a turn in the last episode he said he'd rather proudly die an x man than uh then dies, Mr. Sinister's slave. Right. Apparently, he's not fully cured because Mr. Sinister hits his button again and Morph is still crazy. He-
0: well, he has the chip in his head. Yeah, right. He, oh, oh, he activates right.
1: Morph's Bluetooth. <laughs> Morph's <evil. laughs> right. So, Morph's Bluetooth goes off. Uh, he shoots Professor X in the shoulder. Um, and then he's about to shoot Cyclops, but uh, Professor X uh, remember, finally uses his powers. Uh, We haven't seen him use them all season. And he convinces Morph that he's an X-Man and this this is his family. And Morph is kind of, like, cured from that, and he... He joins Cyclops in shooting Mr. Sinister. And Mr. Sinister finally explodes in a hail of, like, clay chips.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, but it de- he's not quite dead, because even though he's exploded, you can hear him talking still. Right. He's, like, laughing or saying, like, you haven't beat me yet. Yeah. Um, and
2: he starts to, like, T-1000 yeah, a little bit. Yeah.
1: But... And, oh, and brainchild. He he wants to, he picks up the pieces, yeah. too. Yeah. He's trying I'll to save my- you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I like that impression. <laughs> Um yeah, but Gene, like he said oh, Mr. Sinister says, you cannot uh you cannot prevent the future or something. Yeah, and Gene yeah. says, yes we can. Yeah, no, no, what did she say? She says, um he says you cannot destroy the future. And Gene says, Yes we can, which is like a weird like comeback. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah right. we can destroy the future. <laughs> Don't tell us we can. <laughs> and she's right. If any group of people in the history of comic books, uh are good at destroying the future it's the X-Men they, oh yeah <laughs> they really like use time travel to a lot of weird ends so um anyway Jean takes it upon herself she gathers up the shards of Mr. Sinister and like using
0: her mind powers yeah like not physically but she right. just yeah. yeah she
1: hasn't run and pick them up yeah <laughs> she, and she shoots them over the savage land and disperses them into a million pieces
0: in outer space no?
1: no it's like into the sky uh huh um, yeah. Just to the wind. Right. Out there. Yeah. Okay. And then, for some reason, Sauron, the pterodactyl man, he decides to blow up the citadel at this point. Mm-hmm. And the X-Men, everyone escapes... Um, and uh and then it the day is saved and the X-Men are at the end doing what they do best, which is construction work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've seen them numerous times rebuild villages, rebuild yeah. the X Mansion. Here they're rebuilding the destroyed uh, tribal village of Khazar yeah. and his wife. Um, we
2: see Gambit
1: without a trench coat, which is always a weird yeah. sight for me. <laughs> we see him in his, his always just like, wait, who is oh it's Gambit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we see Morph, he's like he's now sort of unconscious and they put him in a stretcher and load him on the <laughs> yeah. plane. It, Professor X says, They've got, got him team.
2: hooked up to a, a soap opera heart <laughs> monitor. Yeah. It's like we'll yeah. check back in with him yeah. when it's convenient. Yeah. And and Professor
0: X it, talks about like he's gonna heal him when they get back to the X-Mansion which raises a couple of questions number one is he a brain surgeon does he like <laughs> is he cool to like crack open Morph's skull and do that secondly well, he's like he's got like,
1: Beast you know oh he, yeah that's true Beast is he a is doctor. actually a surgeon I mean, yeah, yeah. Doctor, that's man. true that's okay true. go on what's the next point and then
0: he also says like oh but the emotional uh, scars or whatever are gonna be harder to heal and it's like this has been kind of a theme going, where like we keep seeing the results of Professor X trying to help people yeah. in like a he, psychological way. Yeah. And despite good intentions, he just is not. He, he's
1: not the best good therapist. at it.
0: no.
1: <laughs> So, it's good like more. It, yeah. Don't go. To, the lesson of the show is don't go to a therapist who can radically like enter your brain and like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like like literally travel inside your subconscious right. and mess stuff around, and, like hide memories and rearrange things. He's
2: not right. trained understand your brain. He just yeah. can go
1: deeper into <laughs> <He> just... <laughs> it than anyone can. Exactly. More
0: powerful manipulator. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, um, and then there's a few more stingers at the end of this episode um, as we close off season two, very sadly. Um, first we see Sauron, like, uh, or maybe it's not first, but whatever. Sauron proclaims, like, now the savage land is mine to control yeah, with the outsiders it's free banished. of
2: outsiders right, or, or outlanders, outlanders. outlanders yeah, right, yeah. that's a cool yeah.
1: word I like that yeah. um, and so he's happy the X-Men are gone and we'll see more of Sauron in future seasons and episodes he's a pretty dangerous villain um, and then we see Mr. Sinister, uh, <laughs> uh, like, uh, 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 we see a nice beachy uh, beach and a wave, <laughs> <beachy>.
0: <laughs> <Yeah. Sorry. laughs>
1: a wave crashes onto the beach and some glistening sand arranges to make Mr. Sinister's face. <laughs> and it's like... <laughs> laughing maniacally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, well, he got the outline of his face at least. Yeah, <laughs> reconstituted that. And he will return as well. So right. the X-Men do not kill. Although I think they intended to kill, though. I mean, they, w- they wanted well, to kill him, right?
0: when Jean dispersed those fragments, though, she said something about, yeah. like, oh, that'll yeah. slow him down. Yeah. So how did they,
1: like, why would they think that he's not dead?
0: I mean, know I, he's not dead.
1: I know, because he speaks after they blow him up. He starts talking, so they realize they didn't kill him. Yeah. But I think they were trying to kill him. They weren't trying to arrest him. Cyclops wasn't blasting him to, like, knock him out and put handcuffs on him.
0: <laughs> they were just yeah, trying to kill true. this She'd guy. To kill. That's yeah, true. That's So,
1: true. I don't that, That's, like, a weird uh, moral gray area yeah. for the X-Men. It's
2: forward. like, if, if, uh, if he gets in the way of my deadly eye blasts and
1: dies, <laughs> then I guess that's what happened. He should have known. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, and like we said, Cyclops is extremely ang- angry at Mr. Sinister. He just is annoyed. First of all, earlier in the season, he kidnapped them on their wedding day He used, or on their honeymoon. He used Morph to invalidate their wedding in a weird way. Um, he's always kidnapping his friends. He kidnapped Professor X. Cyclops just hates Mr. Sinister. He wants to see him dead. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Cyclops has no problem killing him. Um, anyway that's the end of season two <laughs> it was a fine season hey, yeah. Yeah. Um, I gotta say looking back it's a great season a classic season um, I, if I have to suspect um, I'd have to say season three is probably the best season um, with parts of season four being really amazing too so I think we're in for it for season three guys um, because uh, most notably, Season 3, um, a little preview, it features the Phoenix Saga and the Dark Phoenix Saga. Oh, wow. And it's, That's that's a lot yeah. of yeah. drama. A lot you of drama. Yeah. Exactly. A lot of drama. Um, <laughs> and a lot of multi-arc episodes. Um You know, it's also... I just saw a comment from Cal Dodd, who's the voice of Wolverine. Uh, Someone on Twitter asked him, you know, when did you guys realize that the show was such a hit and that you really were, like, popular? And he says it was after the second season ended and in the third season we knew. And, you know, and thinking back... You know, that comment like resonated with me because I think, as we're going to find out watching season three, the voice acting is even sassier. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. The actors, I'm in. Yeah, the actors aren't just like, don't know if they're doing some silly cartoon, like, who knows yeah, how popular yeah, yeah. it is. Now they know it's like a huge hit and they're like really relishing their roles. Oh, I'm excited. And, yeah, and so, yeah, so we're, we're, they're really, everyone's really brings their A game in season three. So it's going to be some exciting stuff. Um, however, I would like to say that before we get to season three, I think uh, Sonya and I have some plans, uh, some special episodes planned. Ooh. Maybe just one, maybe two. I don't know, Dash. <laughs> don't get too excited. <laughs> uh, a, so, so a divergence uh, from... We're not just going to... So next week, or uh, when you hear this, we're not just going to jump into season three. We're going to have a special episode for you guys. So that'll be fun. So... Um, I want to uh, thank Dash for returning. Yeah, oh, thanks, Dash, guys. <laughs> thanks for having yeah, me. Great show. Good... Yeah, and you're welcome to come back anytime you want. Um, we don't have All to. Dra- right. We don't have to drag you to Brooklyn next time. We figured no. out. We figured out a way to do this on uh, you know uh, for technology now. So yeah. <laughs> if you just need to call in with some you know hot X Men takes, you'll yeah, be able to do <laughs> sure, that as well. You got it. But you're also free to come back too. So um, we loved having you. Um, before we go, Dash, anything you'd like to plug? Uh,
2: yeah, uh, I presumably listened to the last episode episode everybody so you heard me talk about my super cool rock band secretary legs um if not please check us out you can find that across all the social medias and um if you're on instagram that's my preferred social media feel (laughs) free to check
1: me out it's j.o.crystal we we prefer we uh we hope everyone checks Dash out on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> it really I, make me feel cool. And then <laughs> and like and like Dash uh, uh advised us in the last episode, um if you're Googling secretary legs, make sure to add band at the end. Otherwise yeah. you're gonna get some other, uh, other things
0: <laughs> that may be of interest as well. Sure, but... <laughs> sure. Who's right. to yeah. say? Yes.
1: Um, yeah. So that's very awesome stuff, Dash. Um I would like to do my usual plugs. Um, remember to subscribe to us on iTunes, rate us five stars, leave a review. It goes a long way to uh, spreading uh, the, uh, the awareness of the show in the iTunes network, whatever that means. <laughs> uh, I think we're like, if you type in X-Men on iTunes, we're like maybe like the sixth or seventh like, thing that comes up at this point, mm-hmm. which is not bad. But like, I think you have to like, scroll a little bit. We don't just appear with, yeah. like, like we should when yes! you type in X-Men. We want to appear in that like, top five like, search so people can find us. So writing those reviews, five stars, goes a long way if you like the show. Um, Follow me on Twitter, at Willie Simpson, if you want to uh, see what I look like, if you want to see all the the things on Twitter I like. (laughs) 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 Um, I've been liking a lot of, like, uh, you know... Anti-hatred and bigotry stuff in the past couple of weeks. Uh, you know, not to get brave too top stance. Of, yeah, brave <laughs> stance. Um, but hey, I'd like to credit my uh, the X Men raising me to uh, yes. <laughs> to to take a, a hard stance against bigotry and hatred. Um, yeah, so on on Twitter at Willie Simpson. And lastly, like I always, like to remind everybody, uh, find us on Facebook, uh, the X Men Task Facebook group. Uh, Oh, the X-Men Task Podcast Facebook group. Find us there. Talk to us. It's we, a fun group. Yeah, it's fun. We're really bored. We will respond to your questions. <laughs> we'll like everything you say. Yeah, And, yeah. and it's it's these, totally genuine. These hosts are not untouchable, people. <laughs> reach out. Yeah. Yeah, reach out before we get too popular. we we'll have to ignore every, like, comment that comes our way. Um, yeah, so fun. Oh, are you guys hiring for assistance, by the way? <laughs> Yeah, I mean we've got Um, salaries. Yes, Yes, ma'am. Yeah, so that's all we got. Um, Join us next time. Uh, Any last words before we go, Sonia? See you later. Dash. Nope. (laughs) Good night, everybody. Bye. Bye. All right. Good night.